Spring turkey season is upon us, and don't be caught out in the woods without having Onyx Hunt on your phone. One feature Onyx has that is often overlooked for turkey hunting is their recent imagery filter with their Elite memberships. This imagery is updated week to week, and it comes in extremely handy, especially when you're trying to find these gobble zones where these turkeys will go out in a high spot on a fresh clear cut and strut around all day long. Actually, I was just looking at it on Onyx where, where the timber company just came into Andrew's club and did a very small clear cut along this creek, and I can see the high spots on the topographical map, but also I can see exactly where they mulch, and those are going to be hot spots for finding gobblers, especially mid-morning after they get off their hens, getting up on these little high spots in this fresh, small clear cut along the creek and strutting and gobbling all day long. If you want to give Onyx a try, you can actually download it for free, try it for seven days, and if you decide to purchase, you can use the promo code SOUTHERN and save on your premium and elite memberships. So go into this turkey season, know where you stand with Onyx. Look, y'all know we harp on it a lot. You need a good pair of binos. Yeah, I never hunted with binos until I was almost into my 20s. I never did it when I was a teenager or anything like that. Or when I was a kid, we never had binos. And when I bought my first pair of Vortex binos, the first binos I ever purchased back in like 2015, it immediately made a huge difference for me, especially in the turkey woods. So give yourself the advantage of a good pair of binos this spring, whether you're looking for more of like an entry-level bino like the Vortex Diamondbacks or something really, really nice like the Razors. Vortex is going to have something for you. And hey, don't pay full price for it. Use our discount code at eurooptic.com. Use the code SGN10 to get a discount on any Vortex optics that you want to order. Again, that's eurooptic.com, code SGN10 to go get a discount on any Vortex product you order. If you live in the Gulf Coast region, you need to find yourself at the Eco Wild Expo May 10th through the 12th in Mobile. It is the premier outdoor expo for the Gulf Coast region, and we're going to be there. We're going to have a booth. We're super excited about it. Can't wait to meet you guys that live down there. We absolutely love the Gulf Coast region, so to be a part of this show, we're super excited about. We're going to have past podcast guests there at our booth for you to talk to, guys who are relevant for your area, who you can talk to, you can pick their brain, you can joke with them, laugh with them, tell them your story, whatever you want to do. It's going to be a awesome time. We're already working on some past podcast guests, but hey, if you live in this area and you have a suggestion for someone you want to see at that show, write in and we'll see if we can get them. There's going to be all kinds of exhibitors at the show that are focused on hunting, fishing, conservation, and recreation. There's going to be activities for the whole family there. They got axe throwing, archery. They're going to have our podcast booth. And then for the kids, they got touch tanks, a honeybee exhibition, a raptor show, kids fishing tank, BB gun range, and a butterfly house. So you're going to love it. Your kids are going to love it. It's going to be an awesome time. So head on over to ecowildexpo.com to get more information on the show and to go ahead and grab your tickets. And hey, mark it on your calendar, May 10th through the 12th. Be there. We want to see you and we're excited to talk to you. So we'll see you at the EcoWild Expo this May 10th through the 12th at the Mobile Convention Center in Mobile, Alabama. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. All right, guys, and to kick us off, we have a surprise guest for this week's episode. We have we have the our very own Andrew Maxwell on for our very first guest. Andrew, how are you doing, yes, man? I'm doing good, dude. Awesome. Thanks for having me on, Jacob. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you making a little time for us today. Oh man! All right, well, dude, let's let's, let's break down Georgia a little bit. Uh, that's what you're going to be covering today, of course. Uh, so, real quick, just kind of hit on what kind of activity you've been seeing relatively lately uh, while hunting Georgia. Uh, well, all my experience so far has been in the evenings. I haven't made it out for a morning hunt, but uh, generally speaking, I've been seeing really, really great movement. I think I've seen deer and turkeys, for that matter, every single time I've been out. All right. Well, too bad it's not turkey season, unfortunately, because I saw a big old flock of gobblers yesterday, so don't get me started about that. But not to get too distracted, you know, what's the acorn crop in your area looking like, along with the soft mass, a.k.a. your fruits and everything else? So, at this point, I'm not seeing a lot from white oaks. I don't know if they, I haven't stopped to look and see if they just didn't produce well this year, or if they're just not dropping yet, but I haven't really seen much of anything from the white oaks. Some of your other oak trees, mainly water oaks, I'm seeing them starting to drop, and the deer are hammering them. Uh, as far as soft mass goes, uh, of course, muscadines are in right now. Um, I'm seeing an absolute ton of persimmons. Like every persimmon tree that I've seen is loaded down. So they're not dropping yet either, but I'm definitely going to be keying in on it when they start, which I mean, really, they should be starting right about now. And the only other food source that I'm really, really keying in on right now would probably be poke salad. They're hammering the poke salad pretty hard right now because it, it's still palatable to them at this time of year. And I mean, I found bushes that are just literally eaten down to the dirt. I mean, they're eating the leaves and everything all the way down to the dirt. You might want to explain what Pope salad is for us, uh, you know, less intelligent folks, Andrew. <laughs> what you is know what Pope salad is? Man, if you showed me what it looks like, I might, but we need to say the name, not really. <laughs> Man, Google it. Go okay, Pope salad is, is the stuff you see growing. It's usually got purple berries on it. You've probably jumped a bunch of doves out of them before. Um... They got the, the berries, the berries are purple and they really like stain your clothes real bad. And, uh, the, the stalk and everything in the stem is all like red, you know, it's, it's like a, it's not a woody plant and it's, it's got like red stems and a red stalk coming up out of the ground. They get pretty big and the deer eat every single part of them. Okay. All right. Perfect. Well, so in my situation, particularly it's mainly like in cutovers and stuff or on the edge of a cutover you'll find a few plants growing together poke salad some people call it poke poke weed a whole bunch of stuff and uh you can set up on it it's like a food plot man they'll come to it mm -hmm. all right well also you know what are the uh the bucks looking like in your area i mean are they still kind of grouped up or are they starting to separate right now they are definitely still grouped up the other day which everyone will see this on the youtube channel soon uh, I was driving out, and I saw a group of six bucks together. Um, all of them were shooters. And uh, the young, one of the younger bucks in the back was like a beautiful 10-point. I'm, I'm assuming he was two and a half. I'm not that good at aging deer, but he actually still had velvet hanging off his antlers. Um, but they, they, 
as of two days ago, they are still bachelored up in my neck of the woods, and they are rubbing right now. So I found some very fresh rubs that I will be set up on tomorrow, hopefully. All right, perfect. And also, you know, kind of hit on real quick on what really are all the deer feeding on right now in your neck of the woods uh, other than Pope salad? So right now it's it's mainly going to be those few water oaks that are already dropping. Um, if you can find some persimmons, then you're in business. But for me, it's also been um, food plots. Um, a lot of these management areas that I hunt have food plots. And whatever's planted right now, they're probably hitting it because there's not too much out there as far as acorns and everything just yet. Now, it's going to probably change very, very soon, especially with all these storms rolling through. All right, and also in your in your area, you know, what's the fawn recruitment been looking like uh, for this season? Um, pretty much every single doe I've seen has had a fawn with her, so it's looking good. I don't know how it's been in past years because this is the first time I've ever been around this place, but uh, I've seen pretty much fawns every time I've gone out. I had one hanging out with me for quite a while the other day. Got some good footage of it. Okay, awesome. And also in your area, uh, you know, since you kind of live, you know, close to Georgia, what what's the rain looked like for this summer uh, up until this point? Is that something that's been uh, kind of hit or miss, or how, how's it been down there? Uh, it seemed like late summer it was maybe a little hit or miss. I mean, we got plenty of rain. It wasn't a drought year by any means, but as of last, you know, week, ever since I've been driving over to Georgia and hunting, it's been raining like crazy, and pretty much every single time I go out, it rains, but uh, I think that's producing a lot of good deer movement because I'm just I'm seeing a ton of deer as these um, storms move in and out. Yeah, I was gonna say the two deer I've shot were either before a storm or during a storm, so might I'll be brag some, it up, why don't you? Might be something. <laughs> well, hey, what's your early season tactic for everybody uh, for where you're hunting? I mean, what what are you trying to do right now to be able to get on the board and tie me up? Uh, well, as of right now, it's just going on the most recent information. Um, I'm going strictly basically on fresh sign and with all the rain that's been around lately, some of that fresh sign consists of tracks because the tracks aren't lasting more than half a day. So if I see some fresh tracks, that tips me off to where the deer are coming from, where they're going, and I can look at the map and make a plan accordingly. But also, you know, driving out after dark, seeing those bucks as well as seeing a bunch of does too, crossing the roads at certain points or out in certain areas feeding, um, so I'm, I'm just kind of taking that most recent information and going on it. And like I said, those rubs, uh, I, I went in, basically followed where the bucks ran off to the other day, and I found just a whole bunch of fresh rubs from saplings to cedars the size of my leg that were freshly rubbed within the last two days or so. So that is my tactic right now, and uh, looks like it, it might pay off. I got in there, and I was certainly on them, but I got ran out by a storm widowmakers falling everywhere <laughs> all right guys and next on the line we have our buddy shay reed from arkansas shay how you doing man i'm doing good how are you doing excellent i appreciate you making a little time for us this evening especially with you just getting out of the stand um but let's kind of jump into it man i mean you got definitely a lot of uh, a lot of uh, good ideas and mindset on what's going on in your neck of the woods uh, in Arkansas, but you know, right now, up until this point, what's the activity been looking like uh, where you've been hunting? Uh, well, I've been seeing quite a few deer. Uh, hadn't been able to seal the deal yet, um, but like I said, I've made six sets so far. I've seen 
four, seen deer four times, so it's been pretty decent. Just hadn't been able to close the deal on them yet. Mm-hmm. And also in your area, you know, what is the acorn crop and soft mass looking like uh, for this season? Well, the acorn crop, uh, depending on what what acorns you're looking at, are doing pretty good. The red oaks are, are doing real good. That's really what I've been hunting over. The white oaks, I haven't. I don't think they're going to make too good here in this area. I haven't found any trees that had any white oaks on them uh, yet. And I've looked at quite a few with binoculars and. I just haven't seen any white oaks. We had a real big crop of white oaks last year, so I'm thinking that's probably one of the reasons why we're not seeing very many uh, white oaks in this area. Mm-hmm. This but, nope. uh, the red oaks and the, the small pin oaks, what I call pin oak acorn, uh, that's actually what I was hunting over tonight. Uh, the deer really uh, hammering on those and, and the bigger red oak acorns. And the soft mass, I found uh, two honey locust trees that were dropping pods that they're that they're hitting pretty good too and matter of fact i i might do one hunt one of those in the morning all right perfect now also in your area you know right now are the bucks from what you've seen or heard from other guys are they still kind of grouped up right now or are they starting to separate i believe they're probably uh still grouped up for the most part um i haven't really talked to a whole lot of different people hunting here in this area but uh just from past experience uh, that I've had, you know, they usually don't really start busting up until, you know, mid-October toward the, you know, later on after a few weeks of October has gone by before you start separating, really. Okay. Matter of fact, uh, year before last, I shot two big bucks, and I, there were all, there was three of them, and they're grouped up together, and I ended up shooting two the same afternoon. That was October the 25th. And also, you know, we kind of hit on, you know, what you've been trying to targeting food-wise right now. But, I mean, what do you think the deer are really feeding on uh, in your area where you're hunting? I believe uh, most of them are uh, feeding on acorns, and uh, and they're probably still hitting the beans, too. I don't typically hunt bean fields because here they're pressured so hard around this public ground that you, it's mostly nighttime activity. But I'm sure they're still, still hitting the bean fields. But uh, they're starting to transition over the acorns sure because i've been finding a lot of acorn trees that uh, have you know they've had a lot of deer sign under them now what is the fawn recruitment looking like for this year in your neck of the woods it looks really good i've uh see three sets i've seen three does with uh one of them had three fawns the other one had two and then the other one had one so i've you know they're all all the does i've been seeing have had fawns with them so it's a good sign that's always good to know, man. That that'll help you out, especially going to the future. And I, I know I, I saw a couple of reports so far that EHD's been hitting uh, Iowa, Illinois, and some of Missouri pretty hard this year. Um, so you know, the more fawns we can have, man, now uh, kind of might help us out a little bit if we hit one of those uh, get EHD or something hit us. Uh, but yeah, exactly. Now, also, you know, in your area, especially this summer, you know, what kind of how much rain have y'all had up until this point in your area? We've had a pretty good rain uh, rainfall all summer. Now that we we hit a little bit of a drought spell there in August, late July and August there, that got pretty dry. But then it picked right up to raining again. So we've been pretty fortunate. We've had a pretty good, a pretty wet summer. Uh, we had a really good wet summer last year too, and I saw a lot of deer last year. So I think it's going to help us this year too. All right, and to wrap up uh, this report. 
you know, what is your early season tactic that you're trying to implement now uh, to try to, you know, have some success early on this season? Right now, I'm just hunting uh, acorn trees, feed trees. I scout. I typically don't hunt the mornings uh, early season. Uh, I typically scout in the morning, find a spot to hunt in the evening. And then, you know, if I have success in there in that, that afternoon or don't, I move on to another tree. And the next day, I'll scout another spot. I, I tip, that's typically what I do. I hunt acorn trees right now. And then for the end of October, I'll switch over to more bedding stuff. All right, perfect. Well, Shay, we do appreciate you coming on with us, man. Uh, also, just excited about what this season will unfold for you. So uh, definitely we'll keep up to date with you, man. But good luck this fall. And, uh, again, uh, stay safe out there. I will. I appreciate y'all. All right, guys, and next on the line, I have our buddy Rick Taylor coming in. He's going to be representing the state of Tennessee. Rick, how are you doing today, man? Good, man. How about you? Doing excellent. Again, I appreciate you making a little time for us this evening. But, uh, man, let's jump straight into this. Uh, Tennessee season's, you know, hit off pretty strong, it seems. And let's kind of talk about, you know, what's the activity you've really been seeing uh, while hunting so far this season? So far, man, it's it's been mostly does, to be honest. I've, I've got a, uh, a big tract of land that I hunt. It's about an hour and a half east of, Tennessee, of uh, Nashville here in Tennessee. And, uh, uh, man, my... I'm, most of my sits have, have been mostly does. I had two small bucks uh, Saturday evening, which was opening day, come come right under me. But uh, the the bucks that I have on camera, I haven't seen any of them yet. But uh, you know, it's just a matter of time. All right, perfect. Well, you know, kind of going forward a little bit. You know, what's the acorn crop looking like on your property, uh, along with what kind of soft mass have you found on your property at all? So uh, I'm hunting three thousand acres, and basically what I'm hunting is a uh, let's let's call it a bowl. So the middle of the bowl is rolling cash, uh, cattle pastures, and the surrounding uh, part of the bowl are, are ridges. On those ridges, there's there's a number of uh, of oak trees with some some acorns, but uh, not um, what you would think on 3,000 acres. You'd think you'd find a lot of oak trees, and I'm, I'm just not finding that. But uh, the ones that are there, definitely the deer are hitting those those acorn trees, and then I've got. Uh, uh, I talked to you probably the week before season opened and I was out really doing some, some, uh, putting some boots to the ground and I found half a dozen persimmon trees. And I do have a camera over the one that's dropping. It looked like it was starting to ripen the most. So, uh, soft mass looks good as far as, uh, persimmons. They're, they're just now really starting to come on, starting to drop over the last few days. And, uh, the acorn crop, like I said, they are, you know, there's, there's trees there, but they're, from what I saw, um, probably thursday of last week they weren't quite dropping in the ground yet all right and also you know with your experience kind of being out in that area you know right now are the bucks still kind of you know grouped together or are they starting to separate uh from what you've kind of experienced either personally or just what you've been seeing on camera so uh on camera i've got uh, uh one uh, you know what you consider a, a bachelor group of bucks there was uh two bucks that that pretty much when one was on camera the other one was there as well uh, there's one older deer for sure that he's, you know, you don't, your camera doesn't see everything, but, uh, that older deer seemed like he was coming around by himself. Um, I did have a picture of, of a fawn in the foreground with him, but, uh, other than that, man, you know, as far as personal seeing deer, I did see a shooter buck. Um, I got down out of the stand Sunday evening after those two star, I'm sorry, Saturday evening after those two small bucks came under me and, uh, 
it was too dark to shoot inside the woods, so I creeped out to the edge of the hayfield. I did see a shooter buck in maybe 20 minutes of daylight of what you could see out in a, a field uh, setting there. I did see a, a good buck at the end of that field. Didn't see any other deer with him, but uh, he didn't stick around real long out there. But uh, I saw a, a decent buck in the headlights last night leaving the farm uh, right at 7.20ish. Uh, but as far as daylight activity, uh, eyes on the, on the buck, I, I have it put my eyes on a good buck besides that one saturday evening and i've only missed uh missed one sit uh besides today so two out of uh what are we six days into a regular season i've, I've missed two days due to weather it's been raining crazy oh yeah i can relate with that man now also what, what are you thinking that right now the deer are really targeting or feeding on right now uh you know being you know later september about to jump into october you know what are they kind of feeding on now and what do you kind of imagine they're going to be doing the next week or so? Definitely over the next week or so, they're, they're going to, and, and I believe they've already started because I'm not seeing the does that I was seeing in the fields, you know, that, that summer pattern, those deer coming out fairly early in the evenings, hitting those, I've got a big hay field and a couple other fields that I've, I can pretty much drive there at a certain time of the evening and tell you what group of deer is going to be there. And, and that pattern has seemed to shift a little bit. So, um, you know, I did see a group of deer come out late in the evening, uh, one evening here, uh, Monday evening, I believe it was, but it was, you know, just, just looking at silhouettes as I was, uh, making my way back to the, uh, to the truck. So, um, I think they're starting that transition of moving from, uh, you know, the hay fields and feeding there at night to moving into the, the woods and definitely hitting those, those soft mass crops. Okay. Also, you know, what is the doe, rec- or not really the doe recruitment, but the farm recruitment looking like uh, on that farm right now? Is it is it up? You know, it's it's definitely up, and I'll tell you why. I've I've actually been fortunate to uh, to be on this farm for about seven years now. First couple of years, I was able to hunt it, um, deer hunt it. A lot of folks did, but uh, the last few years, I've been shooting a bunch of coyotes that cut out all the deer hunting, all the turkey hunting, everything. And the last few years, uh, I've been able to shoot a bunch of coyotes out there. And, and just over the last uh, six to seven weeks, I've been shooting some pigs out there. So, um, you know, the, the does that I'm seeing are having two fawns per per doe on a, on a pretty consistent, um, the way that I, I find, find them grouped in the fields, you know, over the last couple months of uh, being out there and scouting and, and, and hunting and stuff. So uh, definitely definitely seeing some some great potential with with uh fawn recruitment this year awesome perfect and then you know also you know how much rain have y'all had up until this point in your area over there in you know more middle tennessee man i tell you it has been crazy wet you know i I think a lot of this is uh kind of left over from the from the hurricane and you know tennessee is one of those states where we we have kind of a, a line, you know, you're, you're going to get it from the north, you're going to get it from the east, the south, the west. It's, it's you know, and I'm, I'm on what we call the Cumberland Plateau, again, an hour, hour and a half east of uh, Nashville. And it's, uh, you know, you're going to get a little bit different weather here than what you get in Nashville, but it has been wet. I mean, there are uh, flood warnings and everything still going on here over the last day or so. So it's, it's definitely, for the first week of season, it's been uh, unusually wet, but... You know, I'm sitting in my truck talking to you right now, and my, my thermometer says 61 degrees. It's the coolest evening we've had for the for the opening of the season. So I'm excited. I'm going to get out in the tree in the morning, I believe. Yeah, and I was, I was going to say the same thing. It's uh, 
it's definitely about to get some uh, hoodie weather, man. This is my favorite time of the year when it's if it can stay around that sixty degree mark. Whoo, man, that's a that's a that's a sweet number for me. Uh, Absolutely. Now, real quick, kind of touch on you know what's your early season tactic that you're trying to do right now uh, so far. My biggest thing, you know, I, I told you I saw that that what I would call a, a shooter buck in the field uh, Saturday evening. So my tactic right away was okay. I've I've seen a deer. It's still kind of close to. Uh, that late summer pattern i hung a set um sunday afternoon i went and bought a set of sticks and a and a lock on and, and threw it up at the end of this hay field and and that set you know i'll, I'll definitely utilize that especially when it comes to muzzleloader or rifle because i've got just a great vantage point but right now i put that set there obviously hoping for for a chance of getting that deer in range but if nothing else that's a great observation stand and uh, from the area that it's in, I can see another field back through the little, little creek bottom across through the creek bottom there. So I can kind of cover a little bit more area than just sitting a couple stands that I've got, you know, that, that my cameras are at that are actually in the woods. You know, you're kind of limited and you're limited to, uh, to shooting light as well. So those observation stands out in the open area right there gives you a little more shooting light, a little more time in the tree. And you can kind of pinpoint whether deer are coming into certain places in the field and kind of narrow it down to uh you know hopefully up your chances of getting an arrow in a deer this time of year a good deer so that's that's kind of been where i've been focusing on just uh just trying to observe as much as i can and and move in when i can all right rick well i appreciate man appreciate you making a little time for this evening uh definitely you know we're gonna stay in touch with you especially with your elk hunt coming up in a about a week or so is that right uh about two weeks let's see i'm i'm leaving this weekend i got a got a fall break and heading to uh myrtle beach for a week then i'll be back working for a week so it's going to be the second week of october i'll be guiding out there in east tennessee so 13th through the 19th i'm pretty fired up about it yeah well we're excited to see the footage and uh, see how that goes for you and the hunters but until then man i, I hope you have a, a great hunt in the morning and uh, again appreciate you coming on thanks buddy appreciate it Y'all go ahead and write down the dates, June 28th through June the 30th. Go ahead and just mark those off your calendar so you can be at the Dalton Convention Center in Dalton, Georgia for the 2024 Mobile Hunters Expo. Y'all heard a a ton of content from that expo last year that we posted. Uh, We talked about it a ton. Look, if you're the kind of person that listens to this podcast, this show was literally made for you. It was literally designed for you, which means you're going to love it. You know, all the best companies in mobile hunting are going to be there. A lot of the best deer killers in the Southeast are going to be there. A lot of our past podcast guests are going to be there. It's just, it's going to be an incredible event. And hey, if you've been looking to either get into a saddle or maybe a mobile lock-on setup or just a different kind of tree stand setup, I'm telling you, it's worth the investment to go to this show because they're all going to be there and you, you will get to try all of them in person before you buy it. So you don't have to order something online and then wait for it and then try it when it comes in to see if you really like it. You're going to get to go put your hands on everything all in one day, test it all out and figure out exactly what works best for you and have it taken care of before deer season starts. So like I said, go ahead and put it on your calendar, guys. It's a no brainer. You got to be at the show. Again, it's Friday, June 28th through Sunday, June 30th in Dalton, Georgia. We absolutely cannot wait to meet you guys there and talk hunting. So we'll see you at the 2024 Mobile Hunters Expo in Dalton, Georgia.